Welcome back to Undeveloped. I'm Jake. And I'm Kush. And today we have the wonderful... Kavita. <laughs> That's <laughs> and I wanted to talk about um, <clears throat> whoa, some funny stories that we have on trips, like we did. I have a lot more, so I just wanted to get back into that. I have some stories that um, where I almost died, and I'm sure you guys do too. And I also wanted to talk about just sh- crazy shit that's happened in the airport. Okay, I wanted to start by talking about near-death experiences. Have you guys ever almost died? Uh, yes. Kind of. I thought I did almost. You want to elaborate? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. See, I was younger, and this was like my first time ever going in the ocean. So I was really young. And um, I got to not even the deep part, but I was, you know, short because I was young. And then this, like, huge-ass wave came. And it like it went over my head and I couldn't get out of it. It was like a huge long wave. So then my dad had to come and like get me from under the wave, which wasn't even that much. It was probably like four feet of water. So I thought I was gonna die right there, but I probably was not. I mean, there's a good but chance yeah. you could have. Waves can be fucking so scary, dude. Yeah, true. Like Where to- what like? What ocean were you in? Were you like in North Carolina, like beaches, or? I was in Goa Beach in India. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sure that's a little different from here. So, my near-death experience was actually also in the ocean, like Seppi, but um, I was on a family vacation in Costa Rica, which is also very different from North Carolina waters. And me and my mom went out to go swimming. And we go pretty far when we go swimming. And it was kind of around, like, sunset time. And we didn't realize that the tide was coming in. And it was getting, like, really – it was getting really rough out there. So I was, like, telling my mom, like, oh, maybe we should, like, start heading back in. She was, like, okay. But, like, the second we were heading back in is when a bunch of um, waves started coming in. And it was so high that there was this, like, huge rock. And during the day, you can see it. And then the rock was actually, like, way underwater, and I ended up hitting my knee against it. And now I have, like, a scar on my knee and my foot from it. So that was kind of scary. But, I mean, obviously, we both ended up fine, and it was okay. But it just, yeah, it was really scary because when I was under the water, I kept swimming, like, you know, to get above it. And then my hand, like, hit the sand, and I was swimming down, but I didn't realize it because I just couldn't even tell which way was up. Oh, that's so scary. Yeah, it was really trippy. It was, it was pretty bad. But this was like, before, this was in like middle school, so it was a while ago. I think it was like seventh grade. Yeah. So, I don't know how old that is, but. <laughs> I mean, cool, cool. cool. <laughs> I've, uh, I'm, I almost died in the water as well. I was, um. Original much? We've been over, we've been over in this podcast how I was a pretty shitty kid just a troublemaker i guess (laughs) and so um i was on my grandma my grandma lives on a lake and her and my grandpa owned a boat and we used to go out every time we'd go over there was like an hour away we'd go on the boat and go on something called big bertha which is like this giant tube and we would just go tubing all the time and one time we were supposed to go tubing but a storm came while we were going out in the boat and it got really dark, and it was like 
I don't know how it got so stormy and like bad, but I felt like we were in the ocean, even though we were on a lake. Like there was like kind of waves from the boat, you know, like the ripples. And like it was dark and there was thunder and shit. And my parents were like, we need to go back. And my grandma's like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. And um, <laughs> I was like, no, I want to go in the water. And they're like, no, Jake, you can't. And I'm like, we came all the way out here. I want to go in the freaking water. And my parents are like, no, don't jump in that water. And we had already been beefing earlier on the trip because I just like, I don't know what happened. Because you're and just so like I was that? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You got a problem, Kavita, you want to elaborate on? <laughs> no, just go. <laughs> but um, I was like, fuck it. So I go to like the diving board, like not the like the open place, and I jump into the water during this fucking storm. And everyone's like, "What the fuck? No, Jake, get back here!" But the ripples and like the waves, I guess, were so bad that it started pushing me towards the like bottom of the boat, and it started pushing me to the back of the boat where the the propellers were, which are sharp as metal blades. <laughs> and so I got like two inches away from the blade almost got decapitated because my head was right there and then they grabbed me and brought me back ashore i feel like that's just karma at its finest me being a jerk to my family i should get decapitated okay well here's the thing so i've obviously known jake for a while along with his family and i feel like there is not a moment i have stepped foot in that house where somebody's not yelling at the other person when I was growing up, my brother and sister would bully me for five years, every day calling me fat. <laughs> every day. We would go on a car trip. We'd go on a car trip, and I'd be in the back, and my brother would be like, oh, I want this, whatever. I'd be like, no, I want that. And he'd be like, shut up, fat boy, you obese fuck. And then he would start kicking <laughs> me in the corner. And then my older sister, would, me and my brother would cool down. I'd be like, fuck you. And then I'd put my feet up because I had no room in the back because I've always been like, the biggest kid in the family, and they'd always sit me in the way back. So I'd try to put my feet in the middle, and then my older sister would start screaming and being like, fuck you, get your feet out of my fucking space, and start smacking my feet. So I'm, I've always dealt with people young. And then Sarah was born, my little sister, and we all just, we haven't really bullied her too much. Yeah, you guys are nice to her. She got it easy. I have a sibling story. Okay. This is when me and... My older sister Stan became worse enemies back in the day. So puberty hit my sister really hard for like a girl. You know, like the drama you see in the movies where like the girls are like, oh, fuck my parents. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just cause of like all the things that are going on in your head. That hit my sister really hard. And so my sister and my dad were like on the worst terms ever. Like they, I could say they hated each other. Like my dad and sister, like they would come home. My sister would be like, fuck you and slam her door. And my dad would just be like, I'm done, you know? And it, it was just like a whole shit show. And so no one really liked my sister at the time. And so I she did something. And I think she like broke one of the Lego sets. Or, and I was like, Jesus Christ. And so I went and I got was being an asshole. And I started like, she's like four years older than me. So like she was old enough to be able to handle herself. And I really wasn't. So I went up to her and I started punching her like in the back. Because she was just like, she. I was just pissed. I don't remember what happened. And she got so mad at me. And I had probably like 10, probably like $1,000 worth of Legos built up from like seven years. Like I had this giant Boba Fett set that was like 
two hundred dollars. It was like five, or it was like two feet tall. It was like a giant set. I had all these houses, and my sister came in while I wasn't in my room, and she broke every single set and threw them in the corner of my room. <laughs> like oh my all God. these fully built Legos, threw them in the corner, Seven so years. all the pieces got mixed up. Seven years worth of Lego sets. Damn, dude, I didn't talk to her for like a month. <laughs> <laughs> Cross the fucking line. <laughs> Did you end up rebuilding them? Is that what's in the playroom? No, I couldn't because she mixed up probably like thousands oh, of different Lego sets people. together. Different sets, yeah. Damn. And I was so pissed. I just never did anything about it. Like, I, she was just a dick. <laughs> I have hundreds of stories of just us beefing. Kavita, have you ever beefed with your brother? Um, yeah, I can't say it's been that bad. Because I feel like the thing is also if my brother and I did that, we would literally be thrown out of the house. Like my parents would just not tolerate that, you know? Get that you guys swear jokingly in your house, but like sometimes it's not a joke. And just like I that's just not okay. Like my house at least. No, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just saying, like, because of that, my brother and I sure we've like fought. But we never have big um, brawls like that where we would be screaming at each other. Everything's very like passive aggressive in the star household, you know. Like we can't, yes. we can't just go out and say like "oh f you" to each other. Else, my parents would be like, "Okay, no, like you guys don't get to have a life for the next two years," you know. Y'all stories look here remind me of um, when I was younger. I used to live in like. Like a big joint family house with like my grandpa and my aunt, like my dad's sister and my cousin. And um, like my cousin is basically my brother. Like I grew up with him for like six, seven years. Like the first six, seven years of my life I was with him. Oh, so, really? Yeah. So I kind of did have like a big brother influence. Um, But me and him used to fight like all the time. Like, like my uh uncles and aunts always tell me like these stories because i was younger and i was like like i I used to fight him a lot and i just go around hitting him crying and then i'd like be yelling that i'm hitting him i'm I'm hitting him i'm hitting him just like tears in my face and he's just like i don't know why but that's what i've been told and then i remember this one like this wasn't us fighting but this one like distinct time we were just like messing around, like spinning in circles or some shit in the living room. And then he fell over and he hit and like he hit the side of the sofa, but there was like a loose nail in the sofa. So they oh, had to God. take him to like urgent care and get his head wrapped because he had like his head was literally bleeding. So it was like, oh bad. my God. <laughs> also, this other time, I don't know why we were fighting. But we got into, like, this huge fight. I mean, we did all the time, but this was, like, really big for, I don't know why. It's, like, some silly reason. But we mm-hmm. started, like, full-on cursing at each other with, like, every curse word we knew. We didn't even know what it meant, but we were just, like, going at it, like, at each <laughs> other. And the whole family was just watching us, like, what the hell happened here? Like, why are we saying all these words? <laughs> Me and my brother one time got into this huge fight because... We had to share a room, and he's two years older than me. And his, my anger issues look like nothing compared to his. He just, he gets from my dad. He's just really angry sometimes, and so he got really pissed at me because I wasn't giving like space or something like that. 
and we had this giant, like one of the giant box TVs, like the really thick ones that people used to own. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And it was huge, and it was, I don't know, it was so thick. It was like probably like five or like three feet thick, and he got really mad at me once because <laughs> I think I like took his controller or something, and he was like, I'm going to fucking kill you, just like being a brother, and I was like, uh-huh. haha, sure you will, and he picks up a, a can of Axe because he used to use it all the time, and he goes, watch out, and he goes to chuck it at my face, <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to John Wick this shit. And so I fucking duck down and it goes right past me and I stand up and I look at him and I go, dumbass, you missed. And this <laughs> drops and I turn around and there's just an axe can, fucking mark size axe can mark on the fucking TV and the TV's like shattered. <laughs> oh my God. And like when you turn it on, it's like a giant like, you know, like those screens you see when people do the fake TV f- a broken prank? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was like that on the giant TV. Bro, was it like a really bro. expensive one or was it just like a kid like box one, you know? No, it was a very expensive one. Like it was a like flat the one screen? Have in the living room. Yeah. Oh, like I thought this was like in your room. Yeah, because yeah, I was moving to the playroom. Oh. Because we like, yeah, we used to, we had a small room and then we moved into the playroom and we weren't able to move the TV because it was so big. So how much trouble were you in? I honestly, that was the funny part. So me and my brother, even though we were beefing at the time, we looked at each other and he goes, you say anything and you're dead. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> so <laughs> we just didn't say anything. We didn't turn the TV on at all. And like, we were so bored. My parents were like, just go play Call of Duty or whatever you guys do. And we're like uh okay we just sit in my room and like yell at each other and one day i sat on my dad's bed because i i'm so i i have the biggest i'm what am i trying to say i get so guilty so i sit there on my dad's bed i go dad my tv hasn't been working for a little he goes oh what's wrong like it will not turn on i go i don't know i don't really know don't worry about it and he walks in there's like a fucking giant dent in the tv <laughs> and he's like what the fuck did you guys do <laughs> And so he just like screamed at us. We probably got grounded. I don't remember, but it was so funny, dude. Wait, so you guys lived in the playroom. So you were basically living in your parents' room. No, the playroom, the room I'm in now was the playroom. Oh, okay, okay. It was, was so weird. Confused. Yeah, for some reason we had like this giant monkey tree. Like this giant stuffed tree. It was like nine feet tall. I don't really remember what, what, what it was. Monkey it's like tree. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. you said you had a story about uh being in the airport and something like crazy happening. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like too crazy or it didn't get too crazy. But I was coming back here, like uh, to North Carolina, I'm guessing, to America anyway, from India. And I remember there was like this drunk white dude just like – Yelling at this Indian guy who didn't, I'm not, I'm not going to say he didn't look like he spoke English because that'd be like assuming, but mm-hmm. he wasn't really understanding him because the guy was like slurring a lot. And like, I can understand, like if I was still living in India and I heard like that accent and then on top of that, some dude was slurring that much, like I wouldn't even understand him, but yeah. I can understand him. And I, and he kept saying to the dude, like, uh, like, yeah, yeah, go blow, go blow up that fucking bombed Allahu Akbar like but he said it like oh my god very like he wasn't like redneck but he like low-key 
was like he was he wasn't like deep south but wow so typical he sounded like that <laughs> and then he's like allahu akbar and like people in india don't know what that means like or at the time they didn't like i think now they do because my cousin like well, basically, they, they they didn't know what it meant because like it wasn't a thing from there. Yeah. So the guy just like looked at him awkwardly, and and then uh, some other guy. I, I remember this other like American dude, this African American guy. He pulled the guy off, and he's like, "You gotta chill out, dude." But I, I was about to go over, and then like I don't know, like do something, like curse the guy. I, I was I was gonna what, wait when for was him to like were you old, like three years ago. I'd say. Oh, okay. Jesus. But. I was like, I really wanted the guy to do something, so like a bunch of people would jump on him or some shit, and I could like join yeah. him. That'd be but, crazy. Because like, I'd love doing that. Just like such a fucking asshole, like for no reason. I'd love to beat the shit out of him. Like that shit just pisses me off. That's so annoying, dude. I don't have a crazy airport story like that, but the funniest thing that's happened. So I have never had like a crazy experience in the airport like that. I just had a funny one where. One time when my little sister was younger, we were going through the airport and it all started like beeping and every, all the buzzers started going off and we're like, what the hell is everything? Okay. And they're like, excuse me, miss. Like talking to my little sister. It was like her first time going to an airport or something. They're like, um, I think we were going to Hawaii or something. They're like, miss, you have something like you didn't put it out. And she goes, I don't know what you're talking about. And they go, check your pockets. And in her pocket, she had like 15 rocks that she had taken <laughs> from home that she wanted to bring on vacation. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 15 rocks. That's such a thing to do. And backpack. It was so funny, dude. I was like, what rocks. the fuck? 15 <laughs> rocks. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> How old was she? Uh, she wasn't that young. She had to be like eight. <laughs> um and so i think we went to hawaii and when we were in hawaii we were um when we go on vacation for an extended period of time my family just starts beefing it's just like i don't know i feel like it, it does that. yeah it's just like being with people for too long yeah so we we're riding back we were gonna start riding back to the airport from hawaii we had been there for like a week or something and we were just done with each other like i, re- I was ready to go home and so my brother was starting shit with my dad, and he loves to egg my dad on. And so this is when my dad would, like, punish us, actually, and, like, threaten to hit us. Like, it was never bad, but, like, he just, like, was being a good father. <laughs> and so my brother was pissing me off, so we get out in front of, like, this mall, out of the car, and my dad's, like, yelling at my brother. My brother's like, I'm going to run away. Like, I'm not going to come home with you because he was just being overdramatic. And my dad's like, get in the car right fucking now. And he's like yelling at him, like being dramatic as fuck. And these two big ass, like, look, look like the dude from uh, Moana. Look like The Rock. Like <laughs> giant Hawaiian dudes with the fucking tattoo on their chest. Giant surfer dudes come up to my dad and are like, we don't do shit like that in Hawaii. And they're getting ready to beat the shit out of my dad. <laughs> And my dad turns around and goes, you ain't going to fucking touch me. I'm allowed to do, do uh, whatever I want with my son. You can get the fuck away. Because like he was not going to take their shit. And the guys were like, all right, whatever. And they walked away. And my dad got in the car and we drove the fuck away because they were about to beat the shit out of him. What the hell, dude? It was crazy. We didn't talk for the rest of that car ride, dude. What? Were you guys like going to the airport, you said? Or was it just... Yeah. 
I think we were going back to the airport to get ready to leave. Oh, so was it in like the hotel parking lot then? Uh, no, we had just gone to like this little mall thing, a little shop before we left. Okay. It was so bad, dude. Kavita, do you have any crazy hall holiday stories or like vacate? Like, what do you? I know you go to um your cousin's house. Do you ever do anything fun there? <laughs> in uh, Ohio. Yeah. So in Ohio, there's not like a lot to do, but the one story. I don't even remember it that much because I was younger, but we always talk about it whenever we go up there. So my grandparents have like a huge backyard. Like everybody in Ohio has at least one acre. Like if you have less than one acre, then it's just like, that's not even a house. Poor. And I mean, their house isn't that big, but they just have a lot of land. So in their backyard, they have this big pond. And then a little bit behind the pond, they have a little shelter. And so it was 4th of July and they were just going to do their own fireworks because in Ohio, you can do that. So they had like these huge fireworks out. And my grandpa and my dad's brother, Uncle Mike, he was setting it up. And then they um, flew off the first one. And instead of it going up, it goes like up a little bit and then it goes straight for the porch that we were all oh, on. Oh, God. <laughs> and everyone was like freaking out. But then it just like plummeted into the pond. And that's so that is, that, I mean, that's the most exciting thing that's happened in Ohio. So, yeah. <laughs> Ohio. Are the houses expensive down there? No, they are so cheap. I want to go to um, Texas and get a fucking mansion. Well, I feel like in Texas, it would, I mean, I don't think it's no, like in California, but it's mm, really expensive. Texas. What? Yeah, you really? Yeah, like that. Like, I don't even like the house I own right now. Or no, like, I don't even know. Like, smaller houses, like, I don't even know where. In Cary, you can get a fucking mansion in Texas for. Wow. Well, at least now. I mean, when our parents came here, I think it wasn't that expensive. Oh, no, not at all. The house I live in right now, when we bought it, it was, like, not expensive at all. Now it's worth, like, five times what it is because this neighborhood's like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your neighborhood is kind of, like, in a, the center of town, honestly, because your neighborhood also has a bunch of exits, like, onto main roads, and there are all yeah. different roads, too. I was about to move, like... A couple years ago, I don't. We were gonna move over to where, um, you know, where Ben Ralston lives. Yeah. He, the house right in front of him. We were about to move into, and we were we were about to sell the house. We sold everything in the garage sale. Everything was packed up. Like everything, every all the boxes were done. We spent like a month packing. It was the biggest bitch. And we fucking we're about to sell the house. We we're one day away. And we're about to buy this house. So we were like, okay, we're going to buy this house today and we're going to sell the house on the same day because for some reason it was being weird. But the people that were buying our house couldn't get the money for another week. And so we were like, we were like, no, we need it now. And they're like, no, we'll give it to you in a week. We can't buy the house right this second. And so while we were waiting for that week, someone else bought the house we were about to move into. Oh my! Wait, when did this happen? Like, what year were you in of school? Uh, it must have been like seventh, eighth grade. I don't remember. Oh, okay. But it it was so it annoying because a couple years, I I think of like still like freshman year. I was gonna be like, no freaking way! Like, I've never. Yeah, it's only one more year. It wasn't that crazy long ago. Seventh it sucked. Grade. I mean, I yeah, didn't I know who you were seventh grade though. 
Yeah. So it seems like a longer time, I feel like. Mm-hmm. We had to, uh, when we were showing the house, we'd have to take all the dogs. This is before Calvin. We had to take Bella and Bogsley, the most annoying fucking dogs. I love them, but most annoying fucking dogs in the face of the universe, and sit in a car for two hours every other day while our house was being listed and like people were sh- walk- walking through it. It was the most annoying thing in the world because the dogs would just be barking for like two hours inside of a car. <laughs> I don't know how you guys did that. You should just put them in um, like little puppy daycare things. Every other day for like a month? I mean, people do it for like an entire month. Like their dogs in there and boarding. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I feel like if you guys could have just done it in like two weeks, it wouldn't have been that bad. Yeah. We weren't very smart about it, but then the house didn't get sold, so we moved back and um, took another two months to unpack all the boxes. It was just the biggest. But then I bet your house was really clean and you didn't have so much clutter. Yeah. Like, and then. Wait, sorry. No, you got it. No, you got it. You got it. My family has an entire room that's called our bonus room and just has all of our junk in it. Like, just a bunch of junk. All of our old, like, toys and whatnot, like, they're just in our bonus room. And we just have never cleaned it out yet. That bonus room gets cold as hell. I know. It's it's because it's right above the garage. So, honestly, nobody would want to, like, sleep in it anyways because it the temperature is so bad. Like, in the summer, it's really, really hot. And in the winter, it's, like, below freezing in there. That's my room. I live above the garage. Yeah, that's what... <laughs> so funny what was, usually when i'm um like doing the podcast i'm usually like on my phone playing a game or something while talking and like i got so into my game for a second when i was hearing y'all talking i thought i was listening to a podcast and then i realized i'm actually making it right now <laughs> like when kavita said um no 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 you got it like I feel like we do that so much in the podcast that that just like triggered me. Like, oh, I'm listening to one right now. And I'm like, hold up, I'm in this. <laughs> I don't even care if no one listens to this podcast. I fucking listen to it. I was like working out the other day, just listening to the episode. You listen to your own conversations. I mean, yeah, no, I did that the too. one with Tatro and Ellie. There was just so many funny stories in that. Like, I wasn't really listening to hear my own voice. I was just listening to hear the funny shit that we were talking about. Yeah, I listened to it while working out today, too. They're entertaining. I haven't listened to any of the solo ones I've done, because I just don't like my voice like that. Yeah, I hate when I'm, like, talking. Honestly, it wasn't even, like, that bad over this podcast, but I feel like, for some reason, videos. Those sound so different to me. Yeah. Like, when I was listening to Jake and I's podcast together, it didn't sound, like, terrible, but for some reason, videos just really get to me. And I sound, I feel like I sound like a child. Like, I sound like I'm six. You sound like, you sound different right now. Yeah, you sound um, more mature over this. Thank you. Yeah. It's a good look. It's a good look. Thanks. Um, one time when I was on vacation, this one really happened to me, but I was there. We had this waiter. We were must have been. It might have been in Hawaii. It was like some some beach. I don't remember where it was. 
and we were having a really good dinner. And my dad's very talkative, so when the waiter came, he like became best buds with this waiter, and we they were just having conversations and for like we were there for like three hours just talking to this waiter. And when we were leaving, the waiter came up to my dad, and he gives him a big handshake, and he goes, "It was nice to meet. You. What's your name?" Or he's like, "What's your name again?" He's like, "Corey." He goes. Nice to meet you, Corey. Have a great one. He shakes his hand and walks away. My dad walks towards us with like this really awkward face. And I'm like, oh, that was what did he say? He's like, oh, he's a nice guy. And he pulls out his hand and the dude handed him like a bag of weed. Um the, the back when, Yeah, the waiter. Back when weed was like a crazy thing. I, I wasn't that crazy that a while ago, like a couple years ago, I felt like <clears throat> if you saw a weed in person, it was like, holy shit, but now it's so yeah. normal where you live. But like that was back when it was like crazy. So like my sister was like, "Holy shit, he gave you weed! You need to sell that shit." We were like freaking out. It was so funny, dude. <laughs> That's so funny. You just handed your dad a bag of weed. Yeah, I wonder how like, much that cost him too, because I bet it wasn't getting around as much whenever this happened. Yeah, it was like a little dime. It was tiny, but. My dad was like, bet. It, honestly, it might not have been weed because I didn't see it. Like, they were saying it was weed, but it could have been something crazy. Like, what? Salad. I don't know. He just gives him, like, a fucking tab or something. I don't know. Caprizi salad, dude. <laughs> what? That's a reference from The Office. Oh. I don't like The Office. No offense. I also do not enjoy The Office. Y'all just offended so many people. Also, no offense. What the fuck is wrong with Okay, this is my stand on The Office. I don't dislike it. Like, I have nothing against the fans of it, and I've seen clips that I've laughed at, but I've never really been able to sit down and watch it because it's just not my type of humor, and I'd rather watch like something like Parks and Rec. Isn't that the same thing, though? That's literally the same thing. That's no, but it's like thing. less dry. It's less dry than The Office. No, I don't. What? I, I feel like The Office is so much less dry than. No, I have to disagree on that one. I'll respectfully disagree on that one. Dude, what? They're literally filling up holes in Parks and Rec and building playgrounds. <laughs> but that's just. Like... <laughs> okay, well, I I got Kavita to watch um All American. Oh, yeah, I actually oh, yeah. really like it. The, the thing is, like, those comedy shows and stuff with the dry humor, I can't just, like Jake said, sit down and watch. It's more of something that's either background noise or I'm on my exactly. phone and doing, like, homework or something while watching it. Or if I do sit down and watch it, I really just fall asleep. Like, I have this talent where I'm a built-in movie critic, and if the movie's bad, then I will be asleep. Like, I just physically cannot stay up during movies or shows if they're not really entertaining. She See, fell asleep during Jumanji, too. Yeah, I do. Really? Yeah, I don't I've like been, it. I've been uh, watching a lot of movies with my uncle since he's been staying with me. Uh, I've been doing a lot of things with your uncle, haven't you? Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so we we watch a lot of Bollywood movies, and he's like... He really likes the songs from this one movie, because, like, every Bollywood movie has, like, six songs at least. Um, so we watched the movie, and it was, like, it was sort of late at night. The, like, when we started the movie, it was, like, it wasn't until, like, 11, 11.30. But, like, I fell asleep, so I'm, like, oh, I guess I'm just tired. But, like, I, I wasn't, like, particularly enjoying the movie. He wasn't either. 
But like I'm like I'm probably just tired, so we turned out the movie and we went to bed. And then the next more or the next day at like 3 p.m. we tried to finish the movie and I fell asleep again at 3 p.m. <laughs> so I'm like, this movie is definitely just awful, putting me to bed every time I watch it. And then he got really mad at the movie too. He's like, what the hell is this? How did I even like this? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I've that's done TV shows a lot. Like I'll start a show and I'll be like, "Oh, this show's great," and then I'll be on like season two and I'll fall asleep, and the show will keep playing for like the five hours I'm asleep, and then I'll yeah. wake up and I'll be like, "Oh, what the fuck?" And then the next day I'll like try to find back where I was, and then I'll finally find it and I'll continue watching. I'll be like, "Oh, okay," and then I'll fall asleep again. And it'll happen like six times over the course of like a month. <laughs> and I just give up on the show. I'm like, "This is not good television." <laughs> That happens to me the most during, like, documentary type stuff because I really like it. Um, like, making the murderer. Make, making a murderer. <laughs> that, <laughs> that made me go to sleep every single time I watched it. And I think it was, it was really interesting. Like, whenever I was awake, I guess I enjoyed it. But it's just so slow moving sometimes. Mm-hmm. And almost, like, too educational to the point where it took me like brain power having to watch it you know so i would just like zonk out after half an episode (laughs) yeah like there's some shows like like the office and parks and rec where you don't have to pay any attention and then it's still like fun that's why you can like that's also what puts me asleep really like there's just no full like storyline i can't like yeah there is pam and jim and pam's love story i was like nobody else I don't know. Um, I don't Dwight so. and Angela, uh, Michael and Holly, <laughs> uh, uh, Jim getting promoted, Dwight becoming manager. Whoa, 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 whoa. Spoiler Michael alert. Leaving. I wanted Dude, to say something. I wanted to say something. Okay. Uh, if, I, if five people text me from this podcast telling me to watch the office, I will watch it during this break. But have you guys seen the greatest? I will watch all of it. Over this break. Yes. The documentary, Tiger King, my boy, Joe Exotic. I haven't either, actually, yet. I'm waiting until I finish the American. I'll watch it soon. I just haven't gotten around to it. It's it's fucking good, dude. It's funny as shit. Is it based on a real thing? Yeah, it's this dude. He's like this gay, uh, redneck, um, (laughs) um, he was like this rich dude, and he or he's not that rich, but he fucking has like two hundred tigers, uh-huh. and he hates this girl who works with like Peta, and she yeah. has a thing to save the tigers, and um her name is Carol Baskins, and he fucking despises her because she wants to shut him down, and so he has like a video show, and every episode he's like fuck Carol Baskins, I'm gonna fucking kill that bitch. Uh-huh. it's just like a documentary of him making his show and then he ends up i'm not at the part where he does but he ends up putting a hit on carol baskins and now he's in jail and so it's like it's literally <laughs> spoiling the whole thing no no i'm not spoiling it because that's like what happens in real life and like people see that but like it's so crazy like at, at one point there's like a murder mystery tied in and you just see all these rich fucking tiger owners who they interview and these guys don't give a single shit. There's like this one dude who was like a drug lord 
and he got caught with his dad. He was like the real life um, Scarface. He got caught with like thousand, like thousand, or millions of dollars of coke, and he got out of jail and just started buying exotic animals. <laughs> he has like fucking the, the craziest collection of animals. It's so good. You need to watch it. I aspire to be that. I want to have a billion animals. Like I'm gonna. Wait, be so what does he do with them? What? Why does he have all these animals just for showing off his? He has like he has like a zoo. Yeah, he like has cub petting, where like people come and pet the cubs and they make bank from that. But like that's where the abuse, quote unquote, comes in. I don't know. Yeah, none of them are really good guys. Fuck Carol Baskins, but also low key fuck Joe Exotic because they're both awful people. But it's just, I it's like a chaotic show. You're like, what the fuck is going on? These people are real. Um, it's so funny, dude. Like, Joe Exotic, he has, like, 15 holes in his ear, like, little earrings. <laughs> and there's one scene where, at one point, this girl's arm, like, one girl that was working there gets her arm ripped off. And it doesn't really go too much into it, but pretty much, instead of helping her immediately, he puts on, like, this coat with, like, a medic sign on the back, and he's just so fucking extra. Like, while all this shit is going on, because <laughs> her arm ripped off, he has to fucking dress up so he can bring her to the ambulance. What the hell, dude? And this is all real. Yeah, it's all real. It's so funny, dude. Damn. I, could be, I feel like you'd love it, because you love, like, that real-life, like, drama shit. Like, oh, the yeah, crap. reality TV. It's have you so watched good. The Circle? Yes, I have. I actually watched it with Jake. Yeah, we, we began it. We didn't finish it. What if I told you guys who won? I know who won, but don't spoil it. I don't you care. I'm not going to watch it. Was I'm it not, the... Uh, was it not, like... I, I can't... No, don't say. I mean, okay. Watch it. Okay. I'll, I began I'll... it because of you. I was Do you inspired. want me to say it in chat? I said it in chat. Go for it. I think I know who it is. Yeah, I knew it. I knew I it. I don't even really remember. Oh! Okay, yes. I remember who that is. He's a <laughs> I've been uh, watching um, something similar to The Circle. It's called Blind Date, and it's also on Netflix. It's like an original. Oh, I saw like the preview. For yeah. Me. I think it's like, it's okay, but honestly, it does kind of make me fall asleep low-key. That's not bad, though. Like, if you're just like, tired and you just want to watch something. Yeah, true. It's like a late night kind of show. Mm-hmm. I started watching Ozark. I'm on episode two. Mm-hmm. I've never seen about. it, but my dad was obsessed with it. He literally didn't talk to me like the entire week where the third season came out. <laughs> it's about um this guy who's like a family man. I only watched the first episode, so I'm just going to recap that because it's a really good pilot. But this is, like, this dude, he works at this, like, law firm kind of thing, and uh-huh. you're echoing, Kavita. <laughs> um, Hello? A lot. Hello? Hello. No, you're good. You're good now. Okay. Um. So, yeah, the first episode, there's this guy, he works at, like, this law firm thing, and he just has, like, he has, like, two kids, and he's just chilling, and all of a sudden, he gets a call from his like coworker who's he's like best friends with and he's like blah 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 is here so then he walks in 
and it's like this mob boss, like this drug dealer, and he's like, "You guys owe me seven million dollars," because his coworker and like their other workers had taken money from these people, these drug dealers, and didn't pay it back. So the drug dealers are like, they start killing everyone, and they're like, they go up to the main character and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna kill you," and he goes, "No, no, 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 no." I will do this. I will do this. I will move to the Ozarks and create my own drug business and make you $50 million in five years or whatever. And then you'll never have to hear from me again. And so then they're like, okay. So then he moves his family out there and that's where I left off. But it's pretty interesting. So where is Ozark? That's a good question. I'm not sure at all. Uh, It's a real place. It's, I don't know where it is. Maybe like Africa. Oh, no, no, no. no I think it's no, like, no, um, Arizona. Like, I think, I'm pretty sure it's, it's in America. America. Yeah. I will literally see where those are. I have no clue. It's Ozark Mountains. It's in the United States. It's, uh, where is it, Missouri, Arkansas, Oklahoma. Okay, so it's so like the Midwest. border of. Yeah. That's sick. I want to go there. Yeah, so Midwest. It actually looks so pretty. Yeah, that's cool. Um, do you guys believe in the afterlife? We're gonna get deep right now. Um, so, <laughs> no. Well, what do you mean believe in it? Like, do I like, what do you think your afterlife is? Well, some might say we're just in a simulation. Oh my gosh! Don't start with that. I mean, the simulation theory has been getting credibility over the years with more and more people. Seeing that waiting room in their dreams. You guys know what I'm talking about? That waiting no. room? No. What the fuck? There's like this one room that apparently a lot of people see in their dreams. Oh, no, no. Not just in their dreams. Some people have seen it in their dreams while other people see it. Like the people that die for a couple minutes or a couple of seconds and then they're brought back to life. They say that they see that room. What room? It's like a weird, like, eerie, like... Almost like an empty hospital, like mental, like empty old mental hospital type. Vibe. That's fucking horrible. I really don't like that. I feel like the only reason why people see that is because others are like, like, oh, I saw this. It. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you never told me that, I would have never even thought about it. And now I bet you I'm going to dream about it tonight. I mean, maybe <laughs> you will. Uh, people usually see it, like, when they die, though. Or for and then they're brought back to life. They say that they've like seen that room, which is kind of creepy, honestly. And I, I don't what know if, if we should be talking about this at one a.m. But what's your no, you ready? You ready? What if we're all in a coma? Okay. Mm-hmm. I hate and it like this. We're all in a coma right now, and when everyone dies, they say, "Oh, we see a bright light," or like some people see a bright light, some people see nothing, and then that means they're gonna go to hell. But the bright light is us like waking up for the first time and seeing the light. And then the medicine didn't work. So when they come back alive, they're back in the coma. But if like they die and they see nothing, it means that they're just dead and their coma didn't work out and the plug got pulled. I so, personally did not understand that statement. <laughs> why, why are we all in a coma? Why We're can't all we in all a coma. just be in a simulation? How many in a coma at once? Seven billion people in a coma? No, what the if future only comes. Seven of us. Yeah, there's only seven of us. Everyone else is our imagination. Oh, I understand now. Okay, I don't, I don't actually believe in simulation theory. I believe. <laughs> I believe. I don't. It's so weird. 
like some like a part of me just wants to say that there's nothing. Like I agree with that. Me too, Sethi. Oh, I hate that. I don't like thinking it's, about that. No, I know. That's why I didn't really want to like talk about it. Like it makes mm. me really sad. Some people say the only reason we really even have like God and these afterlife theories is because humans have like an innate self narcissism that like just lets them like they they can't just give up like they can't just be like no like or that's it like it, it prevents them from thinking like no this is it yeah you know I, I mean? get that and I also think I mean that also goes along with the idea of just nothing like pure just nothingness we don't know what that looks like and that's like a scary thought such as before mm-hmm. the universe existed like it's just weird to think about and it's hard to grasp your mind around it's, it it's also yeah. weird that we're just a collection of memories oh like some functionality <gasps> like what would we be without memories we'd literally be nothing shout out hippocampus you know the vibes <laughs> Hippocampus, yes, sir. One time I was at this camp with my best friend Timmy. It's called Camp Agape. It's like a very Catholic camp. I just went because my friends were there. <laughs> and we were talking about like death. And I just, I don't know, I started thinking. And that was the first time I really thought about like nothingness. And I just kept thinking about it and kept getting deeper into the thought where I had like a mental breakdown. And I just started bawling. Like, I didn't let people see me, but I was, like, freaking out. And I went up to my counselor, and I was like, what happens after death? Is there, like, a heaven? And he's like, you just need to have faith. And then... Your counselor... Oh, wait. You went to a Catholic. Counselor. Yeah, I went to a Catholic. I was like, faith? Isn't she trying to push religion on you? Yeah. yeah no, no I, don't really, I don't really have <clears throat> a religion. Like, I'm, I, I'm Jewish. Like, I believe in all that stuff. But, like, I don't know. I, I guess I really don't have any, like moral or not morals like uh, ideas that are like stapled into my brain yeah so like Like, i have faith that there's something yeah i feel like if my kids are gonna learn about like hinduism or something that would probably come from my mom not from Mm -hmm. me like i don't even know i feel like in recent years people our age and like on our generation there you see a lot more people who don't have a strict religion because yeah, and like we're now we're open and like we're allowed to believe whatever we're, we want, you know, like gay, straight, like all that stuff. Like you're allowed to be that <laughs> believe now, in you know? whatever we want, gay, straight. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what I was laughing at. Believe in the gay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. We're allowed to be whatever we want. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot more free. Yeah, in America, like you, you're sexy. You're allowed to be sexy. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. In America, I guess, but I don't know. know. Alrighty, well, I think we can wrap this podcast up. I think we had a great episode talking about, you know, death and vacation. Favorite subjects, especially together. Yes. Most part, death on vacation. Death on vacation.